welcome back to Relationships at Work, the leadership mindset guide for creating a workplace we love. I'm your host, Russell Lolliker, a communications and leadership nerd. Well, that nerdery has experience behind it, over two decades of it. We also have a heap of curiosity over here on how we can make the workplace a better place. Now, if you're a leader trying to understand and improve your impact, now, if you're a leader trying to understand and improve your impact on work culture and the employee experience, can't forget that part, you're in the right place. You found yourself upon a mini episode of Relationships at Work, a quick and valuable bit of information that's on top of our regular show, usually under about 10 minutes. Um, it's inspired as well by the Raw newsletter, which comes out every Thursday, as does this uh, podcast. So welcome. I'm glad you're here. So what am I passing on to you? What's the topic for today? Interviews. The goodbye is as important as the hello. In any great organization, interviews are conducted along the employee journey. In the beginning, we call them onboarding. Frequent ones throughout our experience, commonly referred to as stay interviews, though I like to call them thrive interviews because truthfully, we don't want employees just to stay. We want them to thrive. And of course, at the end, exit interviews. Now, ideally, these interviewers, these organizations have prepared these interviews with intention and have built them up from the previous one. They just are this organic nature of the onboarding to the thrive slash stay interview to the exit interview. All are informing each other. They're connected. I like to look at them as ways the organization isn't just only checking in on the success of the employee, but also a check in on the organization's success in fulfilling the promises they made when they hired the employee to begin with. What enticed them to apply and the opportunity they were promised on day one? Are we still fulfilling those things? Could we do better? Where can we tweak? Just so you know, there's a, there is a side thing to this. If all of this doesn't sound like something you're experiencing in your own organization, I actually put uh, some free interview templates together on my website. You just go to russellawlicker.com or relationshipsatwork.ca. It'll have free employee interviews right there at the top. Download it. There you go. You got them. But, but before we get too much further down the interview rabbit hole from the organization standpoint, I want to flip it. I want to look at it from the employee side. We need to do that more because they're the ones that we're getting all this data and information from you know, the people being interviewed. And employees, we should stress here, are not just frontline staff. They are leaders, managers, team members, colleagues, doesn't matter. They all have an experience that they need to share from their employee journey. It's important to understand these interviews from the point of the interviewee, not just from the thou shalt of the organization and the interviewer. This is where empathy and compassion kick in. You know, those old chestnuts. For example, I recently had a conversation with a friend about to leave their organization. They had just been approached about doing an exit interview. Their response was they weren't sure whether they wanted to do it or not. Now, you might think this should be an automatic. You would think, of course, they want to share their experience to help those after them and guide managers in how to be better. But we have to ask the question of why an employee would even hesitate. This is where curiosity kicks in. As leaders, we have to understand our impact, current and historical, and this, this is a great opportunity for that. I should mention that the person leaving this organization, they were actually leaving a very toxic work culture. Weak leadership, 
unkept promises, manipulation, feeling undervalued, all the stuff you and I hate. So when the idea of an exit interview comes up, it might be a great opportunity to provide their experience, some context for their exiting, a little truth to power, all to help the organization learn from their mistakes and grow so to foster better future relationships with other employees, right? Right? The reason this employee was hesitant in conducting this offered exit interview was because nothing they had ever seen to date or experienced to that point as an employee gave them any confidence that anything they would say in that exit interview would matter, would be acted upon, would be even listened to. It was a checked box for the organization. It was a, so we can say we did exercise, not a catalyst or instrument for self-awareness or any type of change. So of course she was hesitant. It would be a waste of time for everybody and be one more failure for her to have to experience. That is not a great way to leave an organization you're already wanting to leave. So this really got me thinking about how we come to these conclusions as employees and also how we as leaders can understand how to put our own best foot forward in these circumstances. So first, as an employee, when these interviews are offered, here are some questions we may want to consider. Who is conducting interview? What is my relationship with them? Can I trust them? Do they provide a safe space for honesty? How about who is going to see the results? Will it hurt my career depending on who it is? Are they a safe space or is it going into a void of indifference or even worse, retaliation? Maybe to maybe if you're not there anymore, it could be a retaliation to your old team. Who knows? How will that information be used? Do they have a plan? Is there a process? Will it be used at all? Here's another question as employees we need to think. How has information from other interviews been used in the past? This is where we should be looking for very concrete examples. Otherwise, why would you bother? For stay or thrive interviews, maybe ask how are they using this interview to support previous interviews, including your onboarding? Because again, they should be supporting conversations you've already had previously. Or they're just one-offs. And why would you expect things to get better? Because they're not looking at the journey. They're looking at a checked box. And last, those exit interviews. Can the organization provide information on how your departure will be communicated internally and externally? That's an interesting one because sometimes there are leaders out there who will take it as a slight that you left the organization and will badmouth employees because they left, reinforcing a toxic environment. Now, if those are questions an employee is asking themselves and possibly their employer before they take the interview, what questions do we as leaders need to ask in preparation for those interviews? How about what is the quality of the interviewer's relationship with the interviewee? Whether you're the interviewer or you're the leader of an interviewer who's about to do one of these interviews. What do you do with the results? Can we point to any change that has actually happened based on those results? If no, why not? If yes, is it something realistic, something we can point to as a success or something we actually need to work on? Or maybe it was just a Eh, we tried, but really didn't do anything. Like really, what was the impact of that change? Last question that we can ask ourselves as leaders, how did these results connect to previous interview results with this employee? 
Do we have that process or those mechanisms in place? Are we looking at the employee journey? Or again, as I mentioned, siloing off these conversations. Everyone is responsible for this valuable interview data. Everybody, the employee, and especially the interviewer. But there is a lot more to consider than just the interview. It's the context, the environment, the actions, the inactions around that data, the environment you're about to put the employee in. The employer is hopefully taking the right steps to collect needed information to support the employee's journey, regardless of where they are on it. But remember, it is the employee who is the one on that journey and we have to support them or are we really being leaders? We need to empower and support our employees in understanding the who, what, how, and why of these interviews and to demonstrate and to show that their experience and voice matter. If we don't, we're wasting their time and an amazing opportunity to do better as an organization and for that next employee that comes along. That's it. That is a wrap on the latest mini episode version of Relationships at Work, the leadership mindset guide to creating a workplace we love. I'm your host, Russell Olicker. Thank you so much for joining. If you have a moment, oh, I got an ask. I got a request. If you're on Spotify right now or Apple Podcasts, which the majority of listeners usually are, that's just stats. Could you go into ratings and reviews and leave maybe a five-star rating, maybe uh, reviews on how you felt the, the podcast is going, how it's been valuable, helped you. Anything really helps. It's, it's a thing to help the show grow, to get it discovered. Couldn't appreciate you more in doing that. Thank you for taking the time if you get a chance. Take care.